timing to take a tip. <laughs> hey guys, Courtney and Brianna here. Um, so now that we are live, let me see if I can get this all queued up. Um, it's giving me the, the link here. We're going to try this so that we can see if you guys have any questions. Um, as we're talking, feel free to go ahead, um, pop a message in there and we'll see if we can't read it then on the computer. If you are watching, make sure you say hello, send us something so we know you're watching. Um, we don't always see who's watching us, so we just like to see who's listening to us. All right, perfect. I think we are rocking and rolling now. So perfect. Um, we're going to wait here for just a quick, quick second. Uh, we had a little bit of difficulty. I don't know why something got adjusted with the tripod here. So a minute for us to get that resituated so we're back in the frame um one one funny story if you watched us live last week i had to rush off to get my eyebrows waxed so i'm walking to my appointment and i am thinking in my head like why haven't i gotten my reminder alert and i was like well whatever so then i'm sitting there waiting for them to check me in i'm like well i should check my phone to see who i'm meeting with so i know what her name is so as i'm doing that it shows my appointment is for wednesday so I had the whole wrong day. I was completely off by day. So I walked back into the office. I'm like, well, Court, I'm back. Yeah, I was like, wow, it, the lady that did your eyebrows must have been awesome. That was record time. No, it was the next day. Yeah, so that's why you didn't get to see any fun posts because we were, I was off on my time. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was quite amused. <laughs> I was a little bummed though that she didn't walk in and I'm here for my appointment. Yeah. She realized too soon. I get enjoyment out of that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was glad that <laughs> no one was working the front desk right then, so I was able to just sneak back out. Yes. So uh, for those of you that saw our post um, this week, we wanted to chat uh, about first-time home buyers. So if you are in the market um, or have been mulling around the idea of purchasing your first home, we kind of wanted to talk about that. Um, it's definitely something that some people feel is a little bit daunting, a little bit scary, which um, at some time, and this is not working the way I thought it would. Hi, Courtney. But, how are hello. you? Hello. Um, so we just wanted to talk about that, some of those feelings, some um, things you might think you have to do or have to have in place that maybe might be misconceptions. Uh, we also wanted to talk a little bit about uh, when we both purchased our first homes and kind of how the insights we have for being on the other side of it uh, to help give you guys some insight and then navigate through that process if it is something you're thinking about doing. So we thought it would be fun to first start with kind of our personal experiences of buying our first home. Um, so I purchased my first home back in 2011. Uh, my husband and I were, well, he wasn't my husband at the time. We were a couple months out from getting married. So we were kind of just starting our home search. Um, we were obviously on a very tight budget. So we wanted to find something that we could afford. Um, we actually ended up purchasing our home through an auction. Um, so it was a different situation. Um, the home we purchased um, was a, a bank owned through the auction and they had actually dewinterized the home but they didn't shut the water off um so what happened is a pipe burst so when we bought it they had cut the drywall from from basically the middle of the wall on the main floor down like our kitchen island was in the living room they ripped out all the carpet so it was a huge project um 
But I've seen pictures. Yeah, it, it was it was a night lot. and day difference from when she bought it to once she got everything tidied up and moved in. Yeah, so it was definitely not what we were expecting, but it was a great deal, something we couldn't pass up on. So my husband worked day and night to get us some flooring, to get the drywall repaired. We had to do some painting, do obviously a lot. Um, and we ended up, he slept there the night before we got married. So we closed on it on Cinco de Mayo and we got married on June 3rd. So it was a rush to get it done. Um, and it was a lot of work, but it was definitely, it was a great first home and it was a, it was a fun experience. It was our first big investment and first big project that we did together. So when I bought my first house, um, I had moved out and was just renting, was looking for something to purchase. And some of you might know if you follow me on my personal page, I'm a farm girl at heart, I'm, I'm sorry. So when I was in high school, I got a potbelly pig and some chickens. So that was, that was my important hot button. I had to find something where I could have my pig, have my chickens, um, so there would be one reason or another, I would find this great piece of property, but the house just wasn't quite up to par. It would either be a cash purchase or the house just was in shambles and just scary. Um, and then I would find, you know, on the, on the opposite end, a cute house that was within my budget, but HOAs, uh, no way for me to have my pig. So I finally, I found a really cute house. I really liked it. We went, um, went and looked at it with my dad. My dad obviously is Rick, he's an agent. Uh, so he, this was before I had my license, we went and looked and I just, I fell in love. I was like, okay, it's on an acre, this is perfect. Um, it was not fenced, the barn was half done for piggies. So that would have been some investment. And the house, my dad was just like, Court, you can't. You will be in over your head, this is just, I, I don't feel comfortable letting you move forward with this. So I just said, forget it, I'm done. I don't wanna buy a house, this is, this is too hard. Um, so I know that's something a lot of buyers, especially in this market, feel, and it happens. Um, but my dad kept looking, kept looking, and he called me probably three, four weeks after that and was like, Court, hear me out, I found a house, it is perfect. Just please hear me out and look at it. And it was a 800 square foot house, right in Puyallup on an acre and a half, had a little barn, it's a little rickety, but you know, I loved it. Um, so I put an offer in on it and I ended up closing on that, what was it, to 2012, February, 2012. It was actually a couple days um, right after my 21st birthday. So best birthday present ever, so excited. Um, and then the biggest thing that um, I, I kind of like to tell people and share is, you know, the house 800 square feet, it didn't have a dishwasher. It, um, the hot water tank was the square box. It sat in the, the kitchen. It, for a shower, you had exactly 30 minutes. So if you were washing your dishes with hot water, taking a shower, needing to do laundry with hot water, you had to plan. Um, so I mean, I had to get into perspective of what is my lifestyle and what is my why. I went through the, the hard conversation of do I get rid of my pig? And it was, no, no, I don't do that. That's me, that's what I like. I'm not, I'm not someone that wants to just go home and be just at my house by myself. 
So I kind of gave up some of those other important things for the house and it was it was one of the greatest greatest decisions. It was a really really fun experience. Um, so I just there's nothing a little paint, some trim, some molding can't cure and I loved it. Loved it. So yeah, just definitely kind of looking at some of those pieces that maybe aren't as important that you can live with to make sure you're really getting those things that impact your your daily lifestyle and who you are as a person so you can still enjoy what's important to you when you go home at the end of the day. Yeah, it's definitely important to, when searching for a home, to prioritize what is important to you, whether that be a place for a pig or a place for your kids to run around or mm -hmm. you have to prioritize what is most important to you um, and kind of base your home off that versus trying to find every little thing mm -hmm. um, that you are wanting, especially for a, a first home. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. So yeah, like I said, um, kind of prioritizing those things when you're searching. Um, and then the, the greatest thing about that, so since then, I've, I've met my husband, he, um, we, he owned a house, so we live in his house now. Uh, we've sold that home and just that equity shift that you're able to have uh, from, I mean, like me and Brianna were talking about this this morning. I mean, what can you do that you can invest money in with literally no background knowledge? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was a 21-year-old single girl just paying for my shelter. Yeah. I just paid my mortgage and that's all I did. I didn't have to research anything. I didn't have to nothing I yeah mean, it's I mean it's a way bigger investment than putting your money in a bank or mm -hmm. dealing with the stock market I mean obviously the the housing market is gonna fluctuate but mm -hmm. I mean there's no better investment than home buying and then you need a place to live so either you're paying your own mortgage or you're paying someone else's mortgage if you decide to rent so it's a it's a great investment opportunity Yes, absolutely. And so when I bought my house, I was, I mean, we like to tell people you're, when you're purchasing a home for you to live in, it's, it's your home first. And that's the most important thing that you're going to feel comfortable. Whoever that is, that's also living with you, your family, um, that's, that's your safe place, your sanctuary to go home to. And so that's kind of our most important piece we're looking at. And then after that, if we can see if there's any secondary ability there to you know, have some piece of investment on it, that's really great. So when I did find my house, it was on a little over an acre and a half. So it was it was perfect for what I needed to do, a little one bedroom, uh, one bathroom home, room for Dorothy, my pig, perfect. But in the meantime, I had the long-term idea that when I was ready to sell, I would subdivide it um, into as many lots the county would allow to allow me to capitalize on my equity and get more return from that. Um, so that's ultimately was my long term um, of thinking of when I was purchasing and that was ultimately then once me and my husband got married, we moved a renter in and let them continue to pay that monthly mortgage while we went through those steps of subdividing the property to be able to sell it as a subdivided um, plat. So it's definitely, like I said, a really cool, um, I mean, really cool if you can find a place that works for your family and then if there's an underlying secondary long-term plan of what you can do with that property to maximize your profits on it, it's just a, it's, 
I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's really cool what you can do with real estate, um, depending on what's available with the land and how how in depth or how um, detailed you want to get with it. And then too, once you outgrow your first time home or you're ready to move on, I mean, you have that equity that you just shift that equity into your new home, whether it be your forever home, whether it be just a move up home, mm -hmm. whatever it is, you do have that equity that just, then just carries over to your next purchase. Mm -hmm. And another thing Brianna and I were talking about uh, this morning is kind of, I mean, how did you feel when the lender started throwing out numbers of mortgages and yeah it was all of that stress that kind of yeah pent up. for that being like a first purchase and the first time going through that I mean it's it's a lot of we're gonna owe what we have to do what we have our mm -hmm. water bill our electric bill all on top of this so it's a it's a lot of information being thrown at you at once and it can sound a little scary especially when you're making this leap into such a big purchase because there isn't anything much bigger than purchasing a home that's going to be mm -hmm. one of your biggest things that you do well and even in your monthly payments like when i bought i was on a well and septic so i mean i i was really into pinching the pennies i mean i had like in high school i had my plate set and everything that i already had coupons stacked and purchased so i mean my house was fully finished before i was <laughs> furnished before i was out of high school i'm i'm that weird girl um but like I was on a well and a septic, so I was like, score, that's two utilities I don't have to pay for. Um, Cause I know depending on what water company, um, you know, garbage, all those different utilities, they add up and they, they vary depending yeah. on what provider. And we, um, I mean, we tried to save so much money that my husband during the winter would not allow me to turn up our heat past 63 degrees in the day. And then in the, at nighttime, we dropped it down to about 58. So, I mean, it was freezing. I didn't. I just got used to it. And then once we had our first child, it was, well, we can't make her live in a freezing home. So then we got to bump it up a little bit. But it was, we did what we had to do to, to save money and make it work. Because obviously we, we knew we wanted to be in, in a home together and we just, we made it work. I remember you coming into the office and being like, Oh, I couldn't wait to get in here. I came in early because there's air conditioning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, no AC either, which, I mean, a lot of homes around here don't have AC, but our house would get so hot. And it was just like, I thought there were times I was going to die of like heat stroke because it was so hot. So, yeah, I had the freezing cold in the winter because we didn't want too high of a power bill. And then we had our extreme hot in the, in the summer because we didn't want to buy AC. So... It was yeah. quite the adventure, but it was fun. Yeah, and kind of, um, and going along with that, it's just kind of what, what is your, your end goal? Are you, you know, what are you wanting out of kind of your home? And so like we talked about, um, I personally didn't mind, you know, that I didn't have a dishwasher. I didn't have cable at all while I lived there. So it was whatever came in. I think there was the digital boxes. Rabbit ears had just oh, gone away, so yeah. it was like the digital so I had like channel 13, channel four, half the time channel five, depending on which way the wind blew. Um, and I just thought it was the coolest thing. And that's um, one piece that, I mean, you don't truly understand until you like own your home. Mm -hmm. It's just walking in and just that feeling of like, my favorite thing to do was mow the lawn because it was like my time to just sit and think on my acre and a half, walk the lawnmower. And it's just 
just that sense of pride that mm -hmm. I don't care that I've got 800 square feet, no cable, it's mine. I don't, I can do whatever I want. The possibilities are endless and it's mine. And it is just like the coolest, it's going to mm -hmm. be one of those top feelings like in yeah. your life, like having babies, getting married, purchasing mm -hmm. your own home. It is just one of those kind of monumental cool feelings. Yeah, you don't have to ask anyone for permission to paint a wall. You don't have to, you can, it's your home. You do whatever you want. There's no, mm -hmm. there's no rules. There's no, oh, let me check. There's no landlords coming in periodically. It's, it's, yeah. it's yours. It's a great feeling. Yeah, it really is. And the other thing we were talking about is it, I remember it being a little bit scary, not as, you know, maybe as scary as some, um, just because my dad is an agent as well. So there was, you know, the ability to kind of freely talk about, hey, dad, I want to buy a house. I, what do I do? What do I need to do? I've been saving my money. What do I do? Um, but there's kind of that preconceived notion of, you know, maybe I can't do that. I, I don't have enough saved up or I don't have this or that. Um, and there's, there's tons of different loan programs out there, uh, depending what cities you're in. I don't, Ording still is in our USDA, most of Ording. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so there are still some of those loan programs. There's down payment assistance. Um, so there are still fees when you purchase a home, like your inspection, but there's a lot of uh, resources out there where you, know, you truly don't have to have 20% mm -hmm. um, or even 10%. So it's definitely something where um, I always like to tell people like, don't let the fear of what if scare you out of not even asking the question. Mm -hmm. uh, reach out to us, we can get you in touch with the lender. I mean, maybe it's something where today you can't purchase, but maybe you're, you're not that far off. Maybe it's six months, maybe it's even a year or two years down the road, but now you have a game plan mm -hmm. and you understand what it is that you need to do to be able to, to purchase and uh, to me, that's not as scary because now you have a map. You know where you're going. It's not the unknown. Um, so, like I said, definitely there's a lot of resources and don't let the fear of the unknown keep you from at least asking the question, starting the conversation because it is just such a cool thing. And then when you go and sell your first home and realize that equity mm -hmm. that you have to kind of build on to the next home or whatever you know your future endeavor is, it's just the greatest feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and um, the lender we work really closely with, he is more than willing to walk you through the steps you need to take to get pre-approved. So if you're mm -hmm. not if you're not approved right now, he can, hey, maybe do this, this, and this to get your credit score mm -hmm. up, and then you'll be approved. So he's very hands-on and is great to walk you through each step of the way to help you get to where you can purchase a home. Mm -hmm. So you might think you can't right now, but it's definitely worth the conversation so you can have the knowledge and the steps you need to take to be able to do so. Yeah, and even when, um, I mean, and that just sparked a thought in my head, when I wanted to purchase my first home, I didn't, I didn't have much for credit. And so I, you know, met with our preferred lender um, he did my loan too and it was like what do I what do I need to do um, and so I had to wait a little while I had to make sure I had an established credit score so that I would be approved and able to purchase so I mean it's it's okay if you're if it's not today just you know if, if that's something that's important to you let's just at least start the conversation and we can uh, get you on the right steps and like I said our preferred lender is really great with working through the steps of um, just 
what needs to be done so we can get you exactly where you feel comfortable and where you need to be. If you guys ever have any questions, please reach out to us. We would love to help. We'd love to chat with you. Just You can pick our brains, ask us whatever mm -hmm. you want. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, I can't think of anything else on the the home front of first time home buyers. Um, the only thing not, this is slightly off topic, but uh, <laughs> we did um, start a podcast. Oh yes. Um, so we are trying to convert all of our videos, Facebook lives, mm -hmm. any sort of video we do into podcast form. So if mm -hmm. you can't be physically in front of your computer watching us, you can definitely mm -hmm. listen to us. So it's the K and B podcast and you can find us on iTunes. The iTunes podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. We did get it all situated and approved. So it's easy squeezy when you're in the car, just plunk it on and on your drive you can listen um, if you do want to stay tuned. So all of our weekly videos as well are going to go on there. So YouTube related and Facebook, Instagram related content all on the podcast. Yeah. Well, if you guys have any questions after watching this, uh, still be sure to comment and we'll be sure to answer you as soon as we can. All right, guys, well, have a good rest of your Tuesday, and we will be back uh, with another live next Tuesday. And definitely stay tuned uh, for Friday's video. All right, bye, guys.